Hello, beloved audience, and welcome to another episode of From the Shelf. How are you just doing a, today? It's not just another episode. This is the first episode of season two. Yes, this is season two. A, a short and season one we had, but then again, so did Family Guy, so <laughs> I want to go ahead and address something before we get into it. So, Oh, if okay. You, if you listened to our last episode... um. We, where we had our uncle on, Frankie is no longer going to be in here with us. Not because of any bad blood or anything like that. He just no, said he wants, I'm, he just wants I'm, to take a step back. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. We, what we said was purely for comedy. We say, just, want, we want, just in case, we just want to set the record straight. Frankie wanted to take a step back. It's nothing. It was nothing personal. In fact... If you really, if you miss Frankie, go ahead and look on his YouTube channel, Blade Breaker 8 You'll see me. You'll actually see our faces. We do some video game reviews. He does toy reviews. Check him out. Please support him. Yeah. So just wanted to address that really quick. Like I said, no bad blood. He's just going to not be in with us anymore, which is completely fine. Maybe we'll get him as a guest. We don't yeah, know he's, yet. He's always welcome to return, come back as a guest. We would love of to have course. him. Of course. All right. So if again, this is the podcast where nepotism reigns supreme. Exactly. Exactly. So if you listen to our last episode, um, our guest, Uncle Pete, our Uncle Pete, he actually chose this movie for us. Yes. And what are we looking at today, Anthony? We're looking at at the movie, the Tom Cruise classic cocktail. But before we get into that, I actually have a funny story I would like to share with the audience because it's honestly very embarrassing, but hilarious. Go ahead. So the other day, I went to my friend's Nate and Alicia's house to hang out. And I, for, I left after work, and I was fine all day. The moment I get to their house, I start feeling sick. And we're all freaking out, like, oh, God, are you getting sick? Do you have COVID? It wasn't that. What it was was I was drinking way too much water that day. So pretty much I was internally drowning. Oh, you overhydrated. I did. And they just sat there and watched me drown internally. My friends, oh, really? ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what does that have to do with cocktail? Well, I overdrank, so. I guess. Which reminds <laughs> okay. me, I, I need to pour myself a mimosa since we're recording this in the morning, but I feel like we need some alcohol because we're talking about cocktail. <laughs> so let's jump into cast talk. We have, of course, Tom Cruise. We have Elizabeth Shue, uh, Brian Brown as Doug, uh, Kelly Lynch. Gina I'd say, Gr- oh, go ahead. I'd say only Kelly Lynch is the other person that got big. Maybe Gina Gershon, but oh, who Gershon, the hell sorry. What the hell else is the guy who Brian done? I I don't know. I, don't I have know. no idea. Me either. Gina Gershon, Lisa Baines. Uh, who the hell is Lisa Baines? Who did she Bonnie. play? Bonnie. Which one was Bonnie? The, the like, corporate lady he shacks up with. Oh. Yeah. Lawrence Luckinbill as Mr. Mooney and Ron Dean as uh, Tom Cruise's uncle. Yeah, other than Tom Cruise and Elizabeth Shue, no one's going to give a shit about anyone else in this film. Honestly, not really. <laughs> well, maybe no. Gina Gershon. Yeah, maybe her. No offense to the cast. I say, I've seen Gina Gershon in some other things, so. Yes, I mentioned Gina Gershon in the, in the last episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
Alrighty. So that's so, actually funny that he picked this one. It is a little bit funny. Um, so let's just get into it. So we start off and we have there's we just see a big greyhound and these guys trying to get it to pull over. Yeah, I'm trying to understand I'm trying to understand this opening. So they they're driving to this bus this bus, they stop the bus. Uh-huh. And Tom Cruise just walks onto the bus with no I ticket. A, I say he doesn't have a ticket. Like they're literally I mean, driving up to this bus like highway bandits. Yeah, pull over, pull over. Like, are they about to rob it? Like, you just you don't know what's going on. Exactly. Like, I, I don't understand how did this work. I, you know, I don't either. Either way, um. We are setting the scene, and uh, Tom Cruise is with his army buddies. He's, like, getting out of the army, and they're on the Greyhound to New York City. Yeah. Um, it's me. Either way, um, he is trying to find a job, and he, go- he meets up back with his uncle. And he's trying to find a business job. He wants to make a lot of money. He's on the Greyhound. He's yeah, reading. This, this he's stupid reading. asshole wants to go into like Wall Street or big business with no experience or college degree. I say he has no college degree. The book he's reading on the Greyhound, How to Turn Your Idea into a Million Dollars. Yeah, get used to Tom Cruise reading these self-help business books. Yeah, really. That's literally his whole character. And Doug even points it out. He's like, I bet you have a self-help book he does, behind like he... that bar. And he does. So, either way, he can't get into the corporate world. Uh, big shot Because he there. has no degree! No business experience! What did he think was going to happen? They were. He thought they were just going to accept him and he'll work his way up. No, that's not how that works. No, not 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 then, not now. Um, For real. So, so what was his name, Brian? Yeah. So Brian Flanagan. Brian Flanagan. So Doug decides to take him under his wing and just yes. teach him he, how to be a bartender. Well, because he keeps failing at job interviews, so he goes to this TGI Fridays looking place and meets the best. Character, the best character in the film. I love him. The man, the man with a thousand things to say and none of them right. Literally. But so Doug teaches him kind of his way around things. Yes, um, he teaches him Coughlin's Law, and I want that on a T-shirt. You want Coughlin's Law? That is my new mantra it? in life: Coughlin's Law. Coughlin. That's how yeah. you pronounce it. Coglin. Gotcha. Douglas okay. Coglin. Coglin. So, and, and, and I said, training? Nowhere. Not in this film. Like No, like, he has one bad day, and then the next day, he's, like, one of the best bartenders. He's an expert, yeah. He's an, yeah, it's one day difference. And he calls one of the waitresses a bitch. And she respects him for it. Yeah, because that's gonna get you very far. <laughs> yeah, you call right. someone you work with a bitch, and then suddenly, like your friends. I know it. Low key, though, I do want to try the red eye. 
Why? It's beer, whatever the red it, stuff is. All right. An egg. Again, shout out to friend of the podcast, tattoo artist Nate. He pretty much makes the red eye except without the egg and the Tabasco sauce. It's pretty much oh. beer and tomato juice. And then he puts pills in it. That's an it's an aspirin. I oh. think. I hope. I it's a Xanax. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Oh, scary. Um, <laughs> but all the while he's like doing this main bar scene, he's taking business classes. So you're enjoying bartending, but you're still taking these classes. Figure out like a well, schedule. he's taking business. He's taking business classes because the bartend the bartending job is just only temporary, don't you know? Well, well yeah, but yeah, right. Do- yeah, if you're gonna be doing that, like, and you're staying up literally almost all night. Find some afternoon classes so you could maybe try and. I, I think it's been established. Cruz is not the brightest bulb in this movie. No, he's stupid. Oh my god, he! I think this might be the dumbest character he's ever played. Like, <laughs> like say what you want. Like, yeah, he's he's fun. He well, I don't, I don't even, I don't know if I even want to say he's like funny. Like, in he's this not fun. He's an asshole. No, he's he's like. He's the ultimate charmer, but he's like he's the asshole. Yeah, he's a charmer, but he's an asshole. Yeah. Um <laughs> one scene that I like when he's in class is the professor just yells, "Wake up!" Oh, that asshole, that overacting asshole. He looks like the guy from RoboCop that says, "I'd buy that for a dollar." Yeah, except well, he has hair. I, I want to make a comment about the professor because I'm currently a college student. There is no professor that is that cruel modernly. No, he is verbally abusing these, these students, especially right. that, that lady. Oh my gosh, that poor lady. Um, Lily says she, she's got tired of burning her husband's meal, so she's back at school. That like that's awful. And Why that's when that? and that's when the husband comes barging in and clocks that asshole and probably knocks his toupee off. Let's hope so, God. But either way, so Doug and Brian are like getting really good with a partnership and they're getting they got really a rhythm. They're, they got they're, a... they're mixing their drinks to the music, which yes. the music in this film is shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> This movie, the, the soundtrack is awful. It's like, honestly, I think Full House ripped off this soundtrack because this literally sounds like Jesse and the Rippers. Oh my god! Either it way, does. <laughs> either way, they get noticed. I think by... John Stamos must have been a big fan of this film. Maybe he was, <laughs> but okay. So they get noticed by this guy who owns a club, like a business. Oh, it's a. I thought it was just another bar. It's a club. That's what it says. It says trendy nightclub. I mean, it makes sense for what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird. Like they have poetry night. <laughs> no, okay. So th- this club is pretty much. It's styled after Jailhouse Rock, or should I say, Jailhouse on the Rocks? <laughs> you may all groan now at that horrible pun. Thank oh, you. Really Good night. Funny. Re- really funny. Really funny. 
Oh man, this fucking place. Well, let's hold. What was movie. it actually? What What was it actually called? Oh, I I can't this remember. This club that's only in like maybe two scenes of the film. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, I don't know. I think it was called the Cell Block. It was yes, it was called the Cell Block. Um, you're exactly right. Um. Also, I want to point out this whole movie, because it's like, what is it? It's 80s, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it, it could only be the 80s. It could only be the 80s, but it's so, like, the entire film is just trashing on New York yuppies and just the entire business world in general. Coglin thinks he can outsmart all these yuppies. I don't, listen, <laughs> like... I guess the director just doesn't. Someone like had. Oh, listen, I think the director or the writer or someone had a bad experience with these Wall Street assholes, and God bless him. He's at least he's getting it out this way. I guess, yeah. Because the way they, they talk about them, it's just it's oh horrible. It is. It's awful. They're just talking about how we're gonna scam them. We're gonna get them. They're meaningless. Yeah, we're better than them. We're going to sleep with their women because they're bored and want to make daddy angry. Yeah. <laughs> and it, precisely. So they're, they're getting really popular still. Like, they're just getting more and more popular, especially at this nightclub. So, Oh, it's um, like they're, they're treating them like they're celebrities. Everyone wants to bang these bartenders. Yeah. And coming <laughs> from the bar scene, I'm like, this never happens. This is not how bars work. <laughs> so, Brian... They would waste so much alcohol doing this shit. Oh my god, yeah, you see it, like, when they're tossing the bottles and stuff, there's just alcohol, like, going on the floor. As a functioning alcoholic, I cringe at this, because I'm like, there's so much rum going on the floor. <laughs> yeah, there's just, like, they're making a mess. I, I cried. Money. Making I, a mess and wasting money. I honestly cried. Takes a real man to admit that. I cried over the spilled rum. Uh, sounds like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. If I had Jack Sparrow here, he would be crying too. Of course, he'd probably try to be licking the TV, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> All right. So Brian starts sleeping with this photographer, Coral. Oh, yeah. Um, what is. Why is she fit, taking. She's a photojournalist, right? Something like she it just like she's just a photographer. Oh, I think. Okay, so she's literally just taking pictures of this n- nightclub and yep. she says she's gonna pretty much mi- Brian's gonna be famous. I'm like, he's just a fucking bartender, a that, bartender. that just throws drinks. There's nothing special about him, and yet they treat him like he's the end all be all. Right. Like he he's the he's the Jesus Christ of bartending. He really is. Like when, par- he, like, when he first meets Coral, and by the way, that is a stupid name. Hey, I have a friend named Coral. It's a stupid name. Whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid name. I feel sorry for her. Uh. <laughs> to live with that kind of name. But she's uh. literally fawning over him and just saying he's the, it's the best thing ever when he's making her drink. Him and Doug. 
What? I'm sorry. I didn't hear the first part of what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, she's literally fawning over. Like she's like, "Oh my god, this is the oh, greatest yes. thing I've ever seen! Yes. Wow, what? Oh my god!" Bartending. Oh, mercy, mercy, Tom Cruise, mercy. And then when when it shows they're like sleeping together, she like starts having Honestly, a pillow fight with him. Oh, it's the least sexiest sexy sex scene. It, this this sex Coral scene is, is so boring. Coral is played by Gina Gershon, by the way. <laughs> oh, I love the scene when Brian's doing his poetry and some asshole says, "Give us a kiss, you sexy, sexy beast. beast." Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. This movie has some good moments. Oh, it has great moments. This, this, it can only be done in the eighties. Give us a kiss, you sexy beast. <laughs> I, I think Cruz wanted that line in the film. Oh, I'm sure. <gasps> Wait. Oh, what about the scene when uh, it's before they went to the cell block, and Brian and Doug are are just hanging out, and Doug just falls down the stairs. <gasps> Oh my god, yeah. What was the point of that? He just I guess just to show they're drunk. I, I guess he literally just walks and just falls down the stairs. There's no reason for that scene, but it's in the film. He, yeah. He, he but the just scene won. but the scene after that, they decide they're gonna open their own joint. And what is the name gonna be called, Annalise? Cocktails and Dreams. That is the worst name for a bar I've ever heard. Right, like why would <laughs> in bright pink neon? Love it. So uh, no, that is that it. is a shitty idea. No wonder Coglin goes bank- bankrupt at the end of this film. God, but um, so Brian is casually sleeping with Coral, and he's like, "This is my girlfriend. Like she's different." And Doug is like, <laughs> "She is not different. Like no." <laughs> And he tries to prove to him that it's not going to last. Yeah. By, by shacking up with Coral. Okay. I get Doug. I get Doug's pursuit because Doug's a just complete asshole. Let's call a spade a spade here. Well, but why does Coral sleep with him? What reason does she have to cheat on Brian? They seem like they were happy and getting along. Then all of a sudden she's a bitch to him? Yeah, like it's it's very like 180. Yeah, did we miss a scene? Like did did we miss a scene where Brian was getting too close to her and she wasn't about that cuz I mean, she's hanging out at his apartment hanging with him and Doug being all cuddly and saying, "Oh, they're right. all going to go to Jamaica to help get the money for their for cocktails and dreams." Right. And but Doug is trying to prove to Brian like she's going to cheat on you, she's going to leave you, like this is not a forever situation. So his heart was in the right place, I guess. I, I guess. He didn't, he didn't go Honestly, the right Honestly, I buy the romance, I buy the romance between Brian and Doug more than I believe anything Brian deals with. <laughs> no, but, I'm serious. This is a, this is and I don't mean to offend anyone. This would be so homoerotic for Brian and Coglin, like it gives Top Gun a run for its money. <laughs> but so they get in a fight. Sorry, and... I'm getting my dog's attention before he does something bad. It's okay. Um, but Brian, like, gets in a fight. He like punches Doug. Yeah, he punches him, sends him flying. Yeah, and this, like this whole thing is why he leaves for Jamaica. 
Yeah, but it, it again, it doesn't make any sense. Did we miss a scene? Like, right, it like really doesn't. Did, why yeah. would. And she doesn't even seem that sexually interested in Doug, so why does she do it? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, they're, they must have cut a seat or something because there's something missing. I heard um, Kelly Lynch said a lot. What Disney like re-edited a lot of this film. Really? Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot more. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that's the reason why. Like she said, they pretty much just added more of the alcohol bottle flips. Really? Yeah. Give us the dimensions. Give us the scene. The the fucking character <laughs> development. Some. Release the cruise cut. The cruise. <laughs> yes. Wait. No, the Coglin cut. The Coglin cut. Coglin's um, laws cut. Yeah, literally. Isn't there something that's been going around for a few years that Tom Cruise has to have a running scene in every movie? Yes, he. Does. Where is, is it in this movie? Yeah, he runs in this film. He runs when he's trying when he has to try to make go to class. He runs a he bit. Also, he also runs into the elevator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he runs down the beach. Yes. Okay. But okay. it just on. proves it even. I'm more. trying to remember the Bucktooth Gremlins talked about Tom Cruise running, and I and he, they asked if there are movies where Tom Cruise doesn't run, and I got one: Tropic Thunder. I've never seen Tropic Thunder. He does not run in top Tropic Thunder. And technically, I don't think he really runs in Eyes Wide Shut either. I haven't seen that either. Uh, no, that's just that's pretty much just art house porn. <laughs> it is. It's a great film, but it's it's art house porn. I thought it was not a good film. Eyes Wide Shut is great. Oh. Okay. Well, so we're in Jamaica now. Yes, we're in Jamaica. <laughs> and Brian's working on a beach bar. Well, he's um, doing he's he's going back and forth, I'm I'm guessing, because he said like we do summers in Jamaica. Or no, winters in Jamaica and summers in New York. So I'm assuming that's that's what yeah, he's doing, well, so he can open his own joint. But where would he be bartending in New York if he's not with Well he's uh, gonna he was gonna open his own joint. Right, but he's saving money to open one place. With his credentials at the bar, he could probably maybe the first place he was at. That's his uncle's bar, I think. No, the the first place he was at with Doug. Maybe he went back there. Oh, 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 oh. The TGI Fridays. (laughs) The TGI Fridays, yep. It it looks like TGI Fridays. So while he, it, like it's been two years since the cell block incident, right? Yes, it's been two years. Yeah, so that's what I'm assuming he was doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Um. So while in Jamaica, he meets this girl, Jordan, played by Elizabeth, who can I say, she's absolutely beautiful in this film. She's so pretty. This might be. She looks. She looks the best in this film. Not in, you don't think in Back to the Future? I don't, she doesn't look that good with that hair in Back to the Future 2. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm I, sorry. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, so. I'm sorry. She does not look good with brown hair. What, did she dye her hair? 
Uh, it's either that or it's a wig because she has to oh. match. She has to match the old actress's hairstyle. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, so while he's like flirting with Jordan, um, Doug shows up. Yeah. Haven't they haven't seen each other in two years? And they're just back into it. Like, I'd still be pissed. I don't know if I would. If no, I would still be pissed because honestly, folks, something similar happened to me. I'm not going to go into much detail. But a certain someone did what Doug did to Brian, and I'm still pissed at that fucker. And if I see that fucker, I would punch him. And how long has it been since that incident? Two years, actually. Yeah, it's time to let it go. You're probably right. (laughs) Actually, I have let it go. (laughs) That's the funny thing. I've moved on. Yeah. Either way, um, like, yeah, move on. But they also, they don't even acknowledge it. They don't. Like, that whole stuff was dropped. Completely. But Doug <laughs> is now married. Oh, yes. He's, he's married. like, what do you mean you're married? Oh, now like, that you I'm... brought, you brought, okay, you brought that up. He's married to Kelly Lynch, who, in this film, hooks up with an outsider. And in Roadhouse, she hooked up with an outsider. And the same thing Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue did. Huh? Uh, Elizabeth Shue is Ralph Macchio's love interest in Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio was in The Outsiders, so was Tom Cruise. Kelly Lynch was in Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze, who was in The Outsiders with Tom Cruise. Who did Tom Cruise play in The Outsiders? Uh, he played the character Steve. Oh. He, I, seen, I, I read the book in middle school, and we watched the movie, and that was the first and only time I've watched it. That I did you watched. watch the Did you watch the director's cut or the original? I have no idea. That's fair. It was like you should over... watch it again. It's on Uncle P probably has it, you should, or probably. you can watch it on your Cinema Dome. Yeah, cinema and I mean app. this was over ten years ago, so watch it again. Yeah. It still, it still holds up fantastic. I say I probably will because I like the story either way. Yeah, but um, yes. Doug is now married. Yeah, Doug is married out of nowhere. <laughs> well, because so, well, he bagged a rich one. That's what it was about. There's, yeah, no, that's there's what, no love in this relationship. It's just she wanted to piss off daddy and she's rich. Yep. And Doug just wants money. Pretty much. Because he, he's smarter than everyone else. He can make all the moves. Uh, yeah. Coughlin's uh, Law. <laughs> But so throughout this entire thing, like we're we're in Jamaica for a little while and um, Doug and Brian repair their friendship. And Brian is also, I guess they repaired it. it. It's definitely not the same as it was. No, there's definitely still like tension there. Oh, absolutely. Like just throughout all of their interactions, there's still tension. Yeah, there's still tension. But mostly they're friends again. Yes. And they're spending time in and Jamaica. So the, rest of, so, the, so the rest of this portion of the film is just a commercial to vacation in Jamaica. Basically. This is a straight up ad to vacation in Jamaica at this point. <laughs> but one night, so by this point, um, sorry, like my brain blinked for a second. By this point, Brian. Listen, and- I don't blame you, brain blinking. This film is, ugh. Oh, this fucking film. <laughs> Brian and Jordan have slept together by this point. 
Um, oh, I'm sure they slept together multiple times. Well, no, I don't know if they had slept together before the waterfall thing. Well, damn, if that's the case, then damn, he's either very good at it or very bad at it. We'll find out later. Uh, <laughs> so, Depending on your point of view. I guess. But one night, they're all at the bar, and um, Doug goes to Brian's like, I bet you can't get that woman over there who is an older and wealthy businesswoman. Um, Why? I, you know, I don't Why does he know. do it? And this is when the film starts to drag. A little bit, yeah. Like, the movie's not as enjoyable after they leave Jamaica. The third uh, act. The third act is where the film loses it. Yeah, a little bit. Well, because uh, here's the thing: the at, the first two acts are just fun, stupid '80s cheese. The third act is trying to be all dramatic and sad. And it's like it's just like it's a bummer. Yeah, that that's true. Kind of like a night out drinking. It well, starts I mean, out fun. <laughs> it gets a little too real by the end. Ugh, geez, I don't think they're actually. I don't think they're actually that smart to actually make that intentional. No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, but um, Brian gets drunk and he goes and sleeps with this older woman named Bonnie. Um, but why? Why does he? Why does he do it? I don't know. You got Elizabeth Shue right there. Why? I would say, like, you really care about this girl, yet you go sleep with this older business Because woman. when a guy lays down a dare, you have to do it. To do it. No, you know why? Because she could have, he saw what he thought that she was going to advance him in business. That's why. This film just became staying alive. <gasps> everybody uses everybody. Oh. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're right! And <laughs> it comes staying alive! Oh, where is Satan's Alley? Oh, Satan's Alley. <laughs> that would have saved the film. <laughs> so, when they stumble off, when Brian stumbles off with Bonnie, Jordan sees this and she goes back to New York. Broken hearted. Brokenhearted. Brokenhearted from a guy she only known for three days. And slept with once. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian goes back to New York with Bonnie, actually. Because um, she wants... She, no, he wants to get his business job. Yeah, and- but, okay, so he goes looking for Jordan after he sleeps with Bonnie, but she left. So he's like, oh, okay, I'll just hook up with Bonnie. I'll just shack up with Bonnie. Yeah. And this is in Jamaica before he leaves. Yeah. He's very easily swayed by women. He's very easily swayed by his true love, Doug. D- Doug. Um. But they Bonnie takes him to this like business art exhibit, whatever, with all of her like corporate friends. And Brian gets drunk and, like, embarrasses himself and her. So he breaks up with Bonnie. And she just goes without a fight. Um, 
You there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Okay, I was, yo, you're good. You went silent. I was like, what? Are you gone? Oh, because honestly, I'm going to do a segment where I'm going to read some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes about this film. Oh, okay. But <laughs> he breaks up with Bonnie. And then the next day or so, he goes to find Jordan. Um, and she works in this, like, deli or whatever. And he goes and sits down. And they go back and forth. Where she, so she's a waitress, and this table keeps asking her, they're like, waitress, waitress. And like, yeah, they're being a little annoying. I'm expecting the Seifel crew to be assholes. (laughs) Like, they're not, they're not being, they're, they're being annoying, but they're just being. No, they're not being. Well, she's providing terrible service, let's be honest. Yes, yes, and and I was going to say that. She's being a horrible waitress. Like, her ass is fired after this. And I I don't care. I don't, no boss would care the context of it. Her ass is fired. And, um, so he shows up at where she works, and he's, like, trying to apologize. He's like, are you going to let me apologize? And then he asks for the specials and she brings out two plates and just dumps them on him. Again, fired. Yeah, she would be fired. But I'm like, period, girl. Yes. (laughs) So he waits for her by the end of her shift, um, waits for her outside of the deli. And um, sorry, I lost my train of thought again. And. (laughs) She lets him go up to his apartment where she reveals that she's pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so either he's really good at the sex or he's bad at the sex. Yeah. Um, and he, um, before she tells him that she's pregnant, he's like, oh, I'm going to be like, I want to be in your life. Like, I'm not going to run away. Yes, he will. <laughs> yeah, you will. We all know how that goes. <laughs> Here's um, how I predict it would have gone down. Doug would have showed up and said, come on, go sleep with that hottie over there. Coglin's Law. <laughs> Coglin's Law. While also sucking down his 1,000 cigarette. Yeah, literally. That man is smoking in the entire, every scene he's in. Yeah, I think so. I wonder who smokes more, him or Johnny Nagarelli? Oh, I don't know. I feel like maybe Nagarelli. Honestly, I think that should be our new that should be like our new basis. Do you smoke more than Johnny Nagarelli from Grace 2? Yeah. That's, that, the, that that's the bar. That'll be our basis. That's the bar. <laughs> but so Jordan sends him away because even though she's pregnant, she doesn't want him to be in her life because she doesn't want to get hurt. Yes. Um and he tries to find her again. Um, But she's not at her apartment. She's at her dad, her parents' place, which is in Park Avenue. So her dad is loaded. Her dad is loaded. They have a penthouse. Um, And she's not home at the time. And Brian's talking to her, her dad, who tries to give him money to just stay out of her life. And I mean, I guess good on him for not taking the money. Yeah, the dad's just an asshole for no reason. Yeah, I mean, like, he's he's kind of, he's trying. Like, at least acknowledge the fact that he's trying, I guess. 
Um, and he's like, he's Jordan shows up and he's like, oh, you lied to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're rich. She's like, I wanted you to like me for who I am, not because of my money. Ugh. <laughs> so. Ugh. <laughs> this movie just becomes so predictable by this point. It really does. Like, it doesn't uh, become as nearly as fun. Right. It's, it's, not, it's not fun anymore. No, it's but, not. It's not ridiculous anymore. Yeah. So before he leaves the penthouse, he tears up the check. It's a, it's a check for $10,000. What we don't see is he immediately goes running back and just grabs the pieces. <laughs> but yeah, he, he tears up the check and he leaves. So um, Brian sneaks into this club and he finds Doug. What he really should have done is just gone to this this group of people that, that would test his brainwaves to see if he's happy or not, and then ask to join his ch- their church. Oh, my God. Would have been a better ending. Oh, my God. Would have actually been interesting. So we learn by this point that Doug has lost all of, the, all of his wife's money. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Coughlin's still- Law. Piss all your money away. Yet they and still have a... and what was commodities or commodities? Yeah, I read it. I'm like, he invested in condominiums. I'm like, did he <laughs> yeah. get did he get advice from Gazo? I guess, <laughs> but um, even though they still have like a nice apartment, and she still his wife still wears like fancy clothes, and they have a well, yacht. She, does, she doesn't know about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he flat out she doesn't know a thing. Oh, that's right. He does say that. But, I mean, she's cheating on him left and right and, like, directly in front of him. I I was just about to say, literally right in front of him when they were in the club, she kissed both Tom Cruise and another guy. But how long has it been since Jamaica? I think it's maybe only been, like, a month or so. In a month! This asshole blew all the money. I say it doesn't. And it's really come say. to this point, which we'll f- find out in a few scenes later. It's only been a month. It hasn't been long since they all left Jamaica. I say it. it they, Jordan it is not visibly pregnant. No, she's not visibly pregnant. So it couldn't be more than a month or two. A week at the least. At the, at the very least. This fucker is so bad at money management. He blew his wife's fortune in that short of time? Well... No fucking way. No, he could have got married in the two years that they weren't... No, because they were on their honeymoon in Jamaica. Yeah, they were on their honeymoon. There's no fucking way. This time does not add up. No, not at all. The time doesn't add up, especially... You can blow through a lot of money within a week, for sure, but... But not enough to bankrupt you. Yeah. Unless you bought, you just threw all of it in the one thing. Right, like you put your eggs all in one basket, I guess. That's the only, I I guess that's the only way you, it doesn't make any sense. So they're talking on, on Doug's yacht and the wife, Kelly, I think is, Carrie, I'm sorry, her name is Carrie. Um, I I don't even fucking, I don't even fucking care her character's name. (laughs) No. Well, her name is Carrie, but she comes in. She's like, she kept saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Bitch, go home. 
They're called taxis. Literally, take one and go home. But either way, Brian takes Carrie home to the apartment, and he walks her up, and he and she tries to sleep with him. Girl's gotta they, get her kicks. I guess, but that's your husband's best friend. Listen. She has to get that outsider dick. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. She wants to see his pony boy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but she's like, am I supposed to stay with the same man for the rest of my life? Yes! That's marriage. Literally. Uh, so Brian leaves, and the next morning he goes over to uh, Doug's boat. Probably to tell Doug. Hopefully to tell Doug. And the best character in the movie is dead. Good night, sweet prince. And may flights <laughs> of cigarettes sing thee to thy... I don't know the rest of the... I don't know the rest of the quote. I don't know. <laughs> I don't but, know. Yeah. <laughs> Doug committed suicide. Um, I want to know why... Brian put his hands in the blood. He probably licked the the blood, too. Now you'll always be with me, Doug. Because that's the real love story. There's a part of you in me now. Oh, God. He just starts talking in a shitty Australian accent. (laughs) Coughlin's Law. Brian, are you okay? Yeah, sorry, that just kind of happens every now and again. Every now and again. But... What's yeah, it, when do you his... smoke? I don't smoke. <laughs> it's a cigarette. It's Coglin. Coglin's dead. I am Coglin. <laughs> that would have been the better ending. <laughs> um, but... I'd yeah, like he... to come up with better endings to this fucking film. <laughs> But, like, he sticks his hand in Coughlin's blood, and he starts screaming, which, I mean, is an appropriate reaction to start screaming. But, but no don't... one's around. Nobody is around. This but is, what... like, at probably, like, five in the morning. Who's yeah. going to be at a yacht dock at this hour? I, I don't know. But this is, like, this is a scene. Like, you're tampering with the scene. The scene of the crime. Not that it was a crime, but still... They have to, like, investigate and clean up. What happened to the expensive bottle of scotch they were drinking? I don't know. That's where I'm more concerned about. <laughs> did he just leave it on the yacht or did he take it with him? Because that's a $500 bottle. Yeah. That's my main concern. <laughs> so Brian goes back to his apartment and he finds, and he gets mail from, he gets a letter from Doug. Because he has to have the last word. He has to have the last word. It's his final love letter. What if in the note he said, and please God, Brian, don't put your hand in my blood. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God. (laughs) If I have, if I ask one thing in this life, it's bury me with a cigarette and don't put your hand in my blood. (laughs) Well, he Oops. went against his one dying wish. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. I could totally see Brian just having Doug in an urn and talking to the urn. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the urn has a cigarette taped to it. 
<laughs> no, it it has like a flat cardboard picture of Doug on the urn and the cigarettes just taped on that. And he just tapes the drawing of cocktails and dreams to the urn. <laughs> oh, that is a kindergarten drawing. Are you joking? He knew how to make all the moves, but not know how to draw. Give the man a break. God. Either way, now he's going back to Jordan's parents, and he try he's trying to like win her over and be with her. They make this scene so dramatic. It's so dramatic, and you don't. And the the, the bad thing is, you don't buy it any of it. Like no, not at all. It, it's so forced drama. It's ridiculous. He's like, I want to marry you. Like, I love you. Y- you you had sex with her once. <laughs> One time. I'm telling you, is he's doing it all out of obligation. It's gotta be. There's like, no way. Like, I'm sorry. I don't believe he's in love with her. Again, the true love story was Brian and Doug. Yeah, I could maybe believe that Jordan is in love with him. Oh, absolutely. She she would easily get suckered in. I mean, she did. Yeah. Um, but there's no way. There's no way. No way. I don't buy this at all. I can I can only hope that they let he like grows to love her, but that's it. Um, either way. Either way. All I can she say is this is the worst prequel to, to Cheers I've ever seen. Oh my god. Either way, she leaves with Brian. And this security guard, there's a security guard there. Or it was the bell, it was the lobby guy, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't even security, it was the lobby guy. Yeah. Her dad is like, stop her, stop her. And he like assaults her. This girl is pregnant. Take your hands off her. She's pregnant. Literally. This It's so over-dramatized. It's ridiculous. Even so, even if she wasn't pregnant, like, don't put your hands on a woman like that. Hey, he had to stop her at all course. Course? What? I said he had to stop her at all course, not cost. At all costs, yeah. Like, is your job really that important that you're going to put your hands on a woman like that? Where is Jordan's mother? I don't know. All we see is her father. <laughs> her mother's probably away in Barbados. <laughs> probably. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but they end up leaving and the dad's like, you'll get nothing from me. You're on your own. And Brian's like, I prefer it that way. Oh. Yeah, great comeback. Great comeback. Ugh. So, like, I, it it transitions again, and you, you still don't know how much time has passed, but Jordan and Brian... Uh, I'd say they, they, it was probably a couple days. She's still oh. very not pregnant. I'd say she's still very not pregnant, so a couple days, maybe a couple weeks at most. At the most. Yeah. So they get married... Um, oh, and the dialogue here is horrendous. What is she? I'm saying? gonna get fat, and you're gonna oh, love it. Yeah, like he goes as long all as right, you. Where, all right, where's Anakin? Where's Anakin? 
<laughs> Anakin had better lines than that. You Come are on. so beautiful. Like, if you're worse than Anakin, you got a problem. <laughs> that, is, that is Star Wars prequel love dialogue level. God. Uh, and then more time passes. You still don't know how much longer. A simple but, text saying some months later would suffice. Literally. Because now Jordan is heavily pregnant. And they've opened the first Flanagan's Cocktails and Dreams. So is it called Flanagan's or Cocktails and Dreams? I think it's it's one cohesive name. Flanagan's Cocktails and Dreams. That is, that is still the worst title for a bar. Right, like it's too long. Like Flanagan, and, he, and his plans and his overall business plan was to make a bar a franchise that could in be every big, in mall. every mall or something like that. Yeah, that that would go over well, Sherlock. That would work over so well, genius. I say, do they? There's not even bars in malls. No, no I one wants know. to go to a, a bar in a mall because once the mall closes, the bars close. <laughs> Right, like you can't keep it open. And no one wants to see go shopping after the bar. I mean, that'd be hilarious seeing a bunch of drunkards at the mall. It'll be like Black Friday every day. <laughs> but um, Brian says another poem. And I wish someone would have yelled out, um, what was it? What was it? You sexy beast? Yeah. Hang on, I'll, I'll get the exact quote. Where the hell is it? I don't know. You're the oh, one. Give really... us, give us a kiss, you sexy beast. I wish somebody would have yelled that out. <laughs> It'd be that same asshole. That would have been so funny. Give us a give kiss, a you, kiss sexy you sexy beast. beast. God, best but that's why uh, in the film. Honestly, um, but he says a poem to his unborn child, and then Jordan tells him that they're having twins. Oh, he's either really good at the sex or really bad at the sex. Yes. <laughs> so they're having twins, and he's like, Free, like, drinks are on the house! So, and that's, that's the end of the movie. Oh, what a bad way to go out. This film started out so gloriously shitty, and it just sizzled out. Yeah. Ah. Oh, I had seen this previously, but I forgot how bad that third act ruins the film. So, with my experience with this movie, um, and this was this was probably around this time last year. I'd seen the end of this movie. I didn't see the whole movie. Our I'm, our mom was watching it, um, and I was home at the time, and. I had seen up to where I had started the movie was when um, Doug commits suicide. And then I watched the rest <laughs> of it from there. How did we get here? Yeah, I was like, what's going on? Um, and I had thought, like, the friend got murdered. I didn't know he committed. I, I thought Doug had gotten murdered. And, and Annalise thought the ending was the beginning and it was going to open a whole thing. <laughs> so I had only seen the last act, basically. Um, it just becomes was, out. It just becomes out for justice at that point. 
Tom Cruise or <laughs> Steven Seagal. Has anybody seen Richie? <laughs> so I didn't know what had come prior to this. Um, so that's my experience with the movie besides from watching it. I actually watched it before we recorded today, so before today. Seen this on TV and it always was at the Jamaica part. I didn't actually see the film till years later when it was on Netflix. Oh, we never said Brian is ex army. Doesn't doesn't even matter in the film. I say it doesn't really matter, but it doesn't. He says, he says that throughout the movie. It bears nothing to the plot. It, it doesn't do anything to the story at all. The, the, so why the, have it the in there? The story is inconsequential. Literally, this like, film it starts off as glorious eighty shit, but it just kind of it goes out with a whimper, not a bang. But since it really didn't give us much material to to work with here. Well, it didn't in the first half. The third half, we didn't. <laughs> this film has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know what it's lower than on Rotten Tomatoes, Annalise? God, what? This film has a lower score than The Room. No. The Room has a 26%. You're joking. I am dead serious. This this film has a lower score than the Country Bears movie. This is not over. Bears! Oh, wow. It, it, it has a higher score than Staying Alive, but Staying Alive is a far better film. What's Staying Alive score? A zero. <laughs> <laughs> a zero. I actually want to read some of the reviews for Cocktail. Go uh, ahead. That I've read Cocktail is a bottle of rock gut in a Don Perignon box. What does that mean? <laughs> I guess it's just shit alcohol in a in a good alcohol. <laughs> it may not be a megaton bomb, but cocktail is is definitely of the Molotov type. Oh my god! <laughs> very very stupid. <laughs> that that one's well, I love that. Just plain and to the point. <laughs> Straight to the point. Cruise oozes as much charm as in Top Gun and the color of money, but the mix of bar acrobatics and the Caribbean love isn't anywhere near strong enough to get you drunk. Are there any other good ones? Uh, I'm looking right now. <laughs> Cocktail is so steep in corn, the drama seems comedic, and the comedy is about as funny as a hangover. Uh, <laughs> and that's the last good one. Oh my god. <laughs> very, very stupid. That That should be on the poster. <laughs> very, very stupid. <laughs> oh well, thank God. you, Uncle, for this lovely treat. Well, what started out as a lovely treat. <laughs> very, very lovely. Well, it started out that way. 
do you want to go ahead and jump into final thoughts? Uh, yes. Again, as I said, this mo- film starts off as wonderful 80 shit. But again, once you get, once he cheats on Jordan, the film takes a nosedive so hard. It, I lost my train of thought. It takes a nosedive so hard that it doesn't even, it can't recover. It kills off the best character in the film. You'll, Literally, he's my favorite I don't, character. I don't buy the love, the, the love story between Cruz and Shu. I buy Doug and Brian as the, the couple in the film. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have my ship. Thank you very much. <laughs> I will sail with this ship. I will sail with that ship. <laughs> this film makes you want to drink not to enjoy the film but to forget this film the, hmm. w- the alcohol abuse in this film is catastrophic it does not portray Barr's life anywhere near how it actually is okay, based on what I've seen bartending. it's not I've actually heard bartenders saying yeah it's all bullshit yeah, that's not surprising. It, I can definitely say you'll have a good time up until right after the waterfall scene. The waterfall scene is like, all right, stop it. <laughs> stop the movie. The movie's done. It's done. They live happily ever ever surviving on coconuts and rum. <laughs> they just stay in Jamaica. They do. That, that, that's my ending to the film, and I'll stick with it. <laughs> Annalise, your final thoughts? This movie This movie is stupid. However, I kind of like it. I like the first like majority of the film. I I don't I I maybe it's because I saw the ending before I watched the full movie but I mean Yeah, maybe like, just oh. you got you got a more pleasant experience like oh Yeah, I I I listen, I'm I know this movie is stupid. Oh, I know. It's amazingly stupid. It's amazingly stupid, but I <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like I had Like a, I said, I enjoy the first half of it. I say I had a good time with it. Doug is a great character. Like I loved him. He was my favorite. Cogan's law. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, Tom Cruise is an asshole, but there's like something I, I can't place it, but there's something kind of enjoyable about his performance, I think. The performance isn't bad. It's no, bad. I don't no one's performance in this film is bad. No, except for like maybe um, Carrie or whatever her name is. The you wife. Think, you think Kelly Lynch is a bad performer? No, not not necessarily that she's a bad performer. It's just not a good character. I don't think. I mean, she's playing it fine. The character's not good. I mean, the character is just kind of one dimensional. But again, I think that was because Disney edited this movie to hell. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know. She was just boring to me. That's right. This movie was was distributed by Buena Vista. So, technically, Tom Cruise did a Disney film. Tom Cruise is a Disney princess. <laughs> it's official. 
<laughs> he is a princess. <laughs> so yeah, Ugh. yeah, this movie's dumb, but it's it's enjoyably dumb. I def I listen. I like it better than staying alive. No, I I would have to heartedly agree, disagree with that. And you staying, know that staying fine, alive. You is, like staying alive. I don't. Staying alive is a great shit show from start to finish. This is a great shit show. This is a great shit show from start and then it's just shit. From start it, to second act. The second act, yeah. From start to second act. Then third act is just shit. Come on! Come on! Wake up! <laughs> 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 Someone, it, it, staying alive is just Brian Flanagan's dream. This movie needed Satan's Alley. It really did. Satan's Alley will save any film. <laughs> I can't. Jump! God damn it! <laughs> oh, that director should have just been yelling at Cruz, saying, "Pour drinks!" God damn it! <laughs> That would have been that. No, Doug should have been yelling him, yelling that to him. Poor drinks, god damn it! I can't really do an Australian accent. I'm sorry. Coglin's law. Coglin's law. Poor drinks. Make me a red eye, Mister Flanagan. God, that's oh, that drink is nasty looking. I low key want to try it. Look it up, I guess, and try it. It looks pretty simple to make. Just. Beer, tomato juice, an egg, and Ugh. hot sauce. And two aspirin or... Tattoo whatever. artist Nate, let's do it. You can pretty much oh. make the drink halfway through anyway. Or whatever those pills were. You're stupid enough to do that with me. Ugh. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for joining us in our first episode what? of Season 2. And now, Annalise... What are we going to watch next? Do you, are, how are we doing this? Because now we have to decide. Since it's no longer three of us, how are we going to decide movies? I was going to let you pick. Oh, excellent. So each week we're going to go back and forth now. So instead of spinning the wheel, it's going to just be back and forth. And when we have a guest, they'll the get guest. to pick what, the guest will pick what movie they want to watch. And then if they want to, like how Uncle Pete did, they can choose our next movie if they want to. Yes. All right. So, Annalise, I, the film I'm picking oh, is a God. film about a, a misfit who has been, who is disfigured and just needs that one <gasps> person to sing his music. No! Oh, yes. I am talking about Phantom of the Paradise. No! What? <laughs> yep. Phantom of the Paradise. One of my favorites. Are you kidding me? Ugh. <laughs> Why would... Ugh. <sighs> For those of you who don't know, and I will say this again in our next episode, my favorite Broadway production is Phantom of the Opera. I think Phantom of the Paradise is shit. You've never seen it. But I know it's shit. No, it's not. Phantom of the Paradise is amazing. Do not listen to our audience. It's shit. It's not shit. It's great. Paul Ugh. Williams is great. 
Ugh. Well, I guess we're going to be looking at Phantom of the Paradise next week. <laughs> yes. I can't <gasps> wait. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you again so much for joining us this week. Thank you all. And we will see you again. Well, I guess you'll hear us again next week. Next week. When we bring to you Phantom of the Paradise. Yay. (laughs) Have a good rest of your week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.